Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Grow.Work, hashtag LFG fam, where success is in the details. I'm your host, Justin Bonnet, for episode number two. With us, we have a guest, in my opinion, one of the most genuine people to walk the face of this planet, a man that needs no introduction, but for those very few people that actually don't know who James is. James, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is James Marceliana. I am the owner of Jayzilla Track Days here in Atlanta, Georgia. So what we do essentially is we teach people how to drive safely on a racetrack. And if you're a solo driver, hey, we have lapping days for you. That's the easy way to say it. That's that's awesome. Sweet elevator pitch. I love it. Straight to the point. All right. So question is, how long have you been doing Jayzilla? So Jayzilla started at my bachelor party. So my best man asked me, hey, wh what do you guys want to do uh, for your bachelor party? I said, hey, there's this racetrack I haven't been to in about four years. I think it's about 1500 bucks to rent. Why don't like 10 to 15 of us just go over there and, and have a little, a little bit of fun? No, we had no idea what we were doing that first day. We just went out there, we took our cars. Nobody knew anything about brake fluids or, or anything, right? Like high temp brake fluids. We just went out. We had a good time. We took our cars out there. A bunch of guys with Miatas. That's awesome. And obviously fun is the best best part about it. And being with your friends and what I feel is the foundation for Jayzilla's success is the community aspect. And just being just downright fun and open and transparent. That was in what year? That was in 2010. And, you know, it was just friends and a bunch of friends and then more friends. You know, some of the friends couldn't make it to the next event. We did it twice a year for three years at Little Talladega. So by the time our third year was done, I mean, we had about maybe 45 drivers that have done this with us. That's awesome. And when did you decide to take Jayzilla to a professional level as in far as, it, you know, becoming your main hustle? Um, as far as making it, um, like a hustle. So, you know, working in IT, um, you know, by this time when this came around, I was already doing a lot of outside work besides my normal job because my normal job ended at 4 p.m. So from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., I managed like small businesses and, and went to the office and, and fixed whatever I needed to fix, set up what I never, you know, whatever I needed to set up. So that was always the side hustle. Um, when I believe it's, it's around 2013 or maybe even yeah, 2013, you know, our first time at the Atlanta Motor Sports Park, you know, I, I sent out an email that said, hey, can we um, get a count to see how many people want to do this? If you guys send me like 280 bucks, you know, we can rent Atlanta Motor Sports Park, you know, uh, that's 40 people. We're going to have a good time. We ended up with like 75 that day because people told their friends that this is going to be awesome. So we had all like 40 to 45 plus plus some of their friends. So that first event was really tough because one, it rained, two, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, so we did AMP twice a year instead of Little Talladega twice a year. And that's where the growth started happening. And when you when you throw on like a really good event and people have a good time, you know, then you go to the next one, you go to the next one. And then, you know, we eventually grew in 2015, we got Road Atlanta. Um, and at this time between 2013 and 2015, I stopped doing, um, the after hour stuff. This was the after hour stuff besides my main job for the school. That's really awesome, man. And just to be able to start something, you know, with friends and for it to start snowballing into what it's become today, 
Um, and as you say, you say Jay Zilla, when you say we, do you have team members? Do you have staff? Yeah, we've always had team members, volunteers and staff. You know, as we grew, then um, we started staffing people. And then we have we have your core leaders and staff um, who are um, who are paid, you know, they're um, contractors. And then every staff leader has, you know, the the volunteers. So every one of them has, you know, two to three volunteers in each department. Uh, and those guys get, you know, the track time. And the track time is not free because you're actually working for it. And just like instructors, you know, the track time is never free for the instructors. Those guys are working for that track time. They've earned that track time. Um, you know, we've had people who wanted to be instructors so that they can get it for free. Those guys usually last one time. They're like a one and done. You know, they're qualified to do it, but they realize that it's actually work. It's probably better for them to pay and do the track day um, than work. And it, it's not for everybody. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point, and that makes a lot of sense. Now, I know from what I've seen participating and being at your events, which are absolutely great every single time, food trucks are always good. The community is great. It's always great energy. When you guys are doing a track day, I know you have certain classes. Is that all something that's created by Jayzilla or is that like a race thing? How does that get created? Yeah. So I think you're, are you talking about um, like the groups, the run groups? Or are right. you talking about the actual classroom? Just the, the, run, the run groups. So a lot of this, you have to look at um, who's been doing this in the past, right? And why it's been successful. So when we first started doing this, we um, we did this event with with three run groups. You know, you have beginner, you know, instructed, intermediate, and advanced. You know, the problem with that that we saw was, you know, some of the advanced guys are coaching, which means they have to run back to back. So what we did was we took that out. You know what? We actually need four run groups anyways because some of the guys coming out of novice instructed actually need their own run group so we created this thing called intermediate one at one point and then intermediate two and then we created advanced so now you have advanced and you have beginners and there's a 20 minute stagger like in between them so that the instructors can get a break before they go out they can get a, get a break before instructing again um what we also found on that was it got very confusing because nobody knew what kind of intermediate they were, whether they were intermediate one or intermediate two. So what we did was we went ahead and changed the name to Novice Solo. And what Novice Solo does is now it clarifies what you are. You just got out of Novice Instructed. You are now a solo. Um, because there was never anything intermediate about intermediate one. You needed to make that name change. So now you have beginner and Novice Solo. And when you have beginner novice solo, people ask me, hey, there's no confusion anymore what intermediate class you should be in. You're not intermediate. And there was never anything intermediate about novice solo. So when people ask me, hey, I run this with this organization, I run this with this organization. So if you're HPDE2 with NASA, you know, we'll take a look at that when we do our driver vetting. It'll say there, yeah, I've run HPDE2 with NASA or I've run INT1 with Just Track It. So, we know for a fact now that you belong in our novice solo group, which is the blue group. That's really awesome. And that's a really safe way to, I feel not overwhelm people that are just beginning. Um, right. 
and to just kind of ease them into it. Cause I, I can't imagine it would be terrifying to just be like, Oh, I'm going to go to Jay Zilla. And there's all these people and all these, pro- you know, professional drivers and skilled drivers. So what do you say to somebody that hasn't had track time and how should they approach this? Yes. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what organization you go to. Every organization will have their own way of doing it. And if there's no wrong way, there's no right way. There's no better way. The reason why all the organizations do their novice instructed is because that's the best they could do it. And that's how they want to do it. That's how they want the people to progress. So the way we do it is, um, we want them to have fun. And if they're having fun, they'll probably learn something and we're going to teach them to be safe. And what we've seen in the, you know, as the progression goes by is that, you know, the novice solo group, once they, you know, once they figure it out after, you know, after a session, like the first session in a novice solo group, they're trying to figure themselves out. It's not like the advanced group or intermediate group where they can go out. They got everybody figured out. They got the speed figured out, the point bias and everything. Um, what we found in our novice solo group is that all we, I think we put in about 300 students per year, like that goes through our program. And when they get to that novice solo portion is they've grown up with each other. They go up in batches. So people get to learn everybody's tendencies. And I, we're at what year? We're, this is year four, 2020, 21, 22, 23. So year four of doing this, we actually started this program before COVID. And I mean, 300 to 350 drivers per year, first timers coming in. Um, they like the program. There's people that stay in that green group program, you know, for three or four stints because they love the program so much. And we tell them, hey, you're ready to move up to solo. And they're like, no, I, I feel like there's a few more things I can learn. I want to be consistent before I get to the solo group, which is great to hear because if they're consistent before they get to that solo group, the progression to intermediate will be even faster. So those guys that stay in novice longer, their progression is actually faster to the ones that's like, I have to get to this solo group, right? So there are those people that want to get to that solo group faster. And what happens to those guys is they plateau. And, and when you hit that plateau, you know, you, there, you hit like a, like a ceiling of learning. And that's when you have to get a little bit more coaching and you stay in that group a little longer. And once you get that coaching, then you move on. Yeah, I, th- I think that's great, especially for people to have that self-awareness to want to do better, but not to advance and to really yeah. figure it all out. I think that's great. And just the story and building what you've built and just the momentum I've seen over the past couple of years is explosive. Like, do you have like a percentage of the growth or do you keep the, the that kind of data? Yeah, so we have about 60 to 65 percent of every event now, you know, people have run with us in the past, which is really, really good. You know, the other 35, you know, percent and such, you know, when you have 25, 30 novices coming in, 20 novices coming in per group, I mean, that's already taken up 20%. So then, you know, of of the total population that's doing the track day. So the other 20% is people who, who have done with, you know, than other organizations and they're trying Jazel out. So, and, and we, we retain um, a lot of those guys that try out our events. They, they figure it out. You know, the crash rates are really low. Um, and that's in testament to our driver's meeting and what's discussed in the driver's meeting. 
you know, it, it's it's a fairly laid back drivers meeting, but it's also to the point that this these these are the expectations between the drivers and the staff and the track, and we all have to work as a team together. You know, because if someone is out there being reckless, that's you know, you're going to hold up that group. You're also going to hold up the rest of the organization. But if we work together and maintain a good flow in traffic and we maintain a good flow in getting guys in on time and we make it fun, we make it fun in the classroom, we make a fun environment, everybody's going to have a good time. And it really minimizes, um, you know, the wrecks on the track. It's a lot of this is a testament to Reed and Rick and how they do their driver's meeting. Yeah, which I think is great. I mean, both are extremely intelligent and uh, great at what they do for sure. And yeah, it's for me, it's all about just being up front and laying those expectations beforehand versus just like, go out and do whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it out as we yeah, go. Yeah. And a huge difference is while I'm doing this full time now, I still came from the corporate world. I still came from you know, the, the educational system. So as far as educational, I get to put together, I get to look at the curriculum and actually understand it, what Young is trying to do, our chief instructor. But from a corporate standpoint, um, you know, Rick is corporate, um, Reed is corporate. And what we want to do is, hey, a lot of the guys that do our events are professionals. How do we communicate this to them the proper way and in a fun way to where it's not to where they understand like our goals and values and mission that we're trying to do and the fact that those two guys want to have fun all the time but they have that corporate structure to keep everybody in line that is the balance that that you have to walk to have a successful event yeah no i agree a hundred percent just because you have to, again, lay the expectations, but you still, you don't want it to be like overwhelmingly professional. It's, but you still have to have your systems in place and let everybody know the, you know, the rules and regulations to have a successful time. Yeah. You want it to be fun, but you don't want it to be the wild west. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all about balance. Um, so moving away kind of, of the discussion of what Jayzilla is, what made you finally switch from your, quote unquote, real job to going to this and what, you know, when was that pivotal moment for you? So it was, it was, it was a natural transition to motorsports. Um, Jay Zillow has been growing, but it's at the time it was still like a part-time gig. It was still manageable part-time. Um, I think it was 2019 when I switched over hundred percent into motorsports, but still had a full-time job. I was with chill out systems for, for a couple of years you know, product to launch, um, chill out systems, uh, development, um, testing, you know, and, and, and marketing. And I picked up a lot of really good cues from, from Charles and how he did his marketing, um, and how he did and how he did business. So picking that up when transitioning directly to 100% Jayzilla, I still had a side project that, that I was doing. So there was still income on the side. Um, but this is 2023 is the first full year that I actually dove into motorsports and there's no side project. And when you put a hundred percent of your energy towards something that's yours, you see the changes, you know, you see the growth. Um, and I think that's why I'm on this podcast is because you, you know, you got to see that firsthand and, you know, you were a part of that growth, Justin. I mean, 
you know, the last two or three years, you guys have been sponsoring us and, and really supporting us. And, and we appreciate that. A lot of this is word of mouth. It's friends of friends. And that's how we're going to grow, friends of friends. As much marketing as I can put out there, the best marketing is is you guys. And if, I feel like if I treat you guys correctly, you know, you guys are going to come to the events and it's going to be like a family reunion, like every event. And that's what it feels like. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Just because... It- just what Jayzilla has become just speaks volumes of who you are as a person. And it's just, it's overwhelmingly heartwarming to see somebody being authentic and earning and getting to where they are in life and professionally just by being them, their authentic self. Like it's it's rare these days. Yeah. So if we go back to 2013, so I actually didn't join Facebook until 10 years ago, which sounds like forever ago. It's a decade ago, but some of you guys have been on Facebook for like 20 years. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> I've only been on Facebook for, for 10. And the reason why I joined Facebook is to grow it a little bit to see if there are some drivers that I can get. The growth was actually good before I got to Facebook. But why I joined Facebook was for this track day and also talking to my family, like in the Philippines and getting in touch with them through Messenger, um, you know, Everybody in my, you know, family in the Philippines is on is on Facebook. But what I also realized is as we get older, there's this thing that people always say, you know, you, you kind of grow apart. You don't see each other. You know, life takes over and you don't get to see, you know, that person anymore. The way I wanted to grow Jayzilla is I wanted people to have at least 10 dates a year to where they can go see their friends. You know, whether it's um, whether it's Friendsgiving, whether it's the SS summer, you have, you know, I want to give you an excuse to come to the track, not just to do the track day, but to go see that friend that you haven't seen in a long time and catch up with them. And I think having 10 plus opportunities to do this is really why I'm doing this. I like connecting people together. Yeah. And the track is a bonus. Yeah, you have always been great about connecting people and just being genuine about it. And like you can just you can you can feel it. Um, and I know even events that we don't come to, we just come to kind of hang out. It's it's awesome. And there are events that we look forward to every year, especially Friendsgiving. Like that's one of our favorite one hands down. And just to be a part of that and see the growth over the past couple of years and to see you living intentional about wanting to bring people together. It's, it's incredible. And I'm super thankful to be a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, we're trying to make it affordable to bring people together as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's this circle that, okay, the track day is probably the cheapest part of doing a track day, the the entry fee, but tires are expensive. Oil is expensive. You know, working on your car brakes is expensive. You want, you know, nicer wheels for your car, lighter wheels, so you can go faster is expensive. So my job right now, if these guys keep going, is to start getting them discounts on these stuff, the wheels, the tires, you know, the steering wheel, whatever they need, the oil, the brakes. And this past year, I made that my goal to be able to accomplish that. And and it's, it's worked out. Um, you know, when SEMA's done, there's going to be a Koenig discount for lightweight wheels. You know, we just announced the Bridgestone deal via email. Um, Hawk has been with us, giving us 30%, you know, every year on, on pads. So 
and it's just little things like that that helps grow this community even more because now it's like oh my gosh you know these guys are even helping us with with our consumables and helping us save money and that's what we want to do because we want to we want to grow this um you know with with our friends and that's the only way to do it yeah i i agree and as you know there's a bunch of jayzilla members that have been uh dedicated to us and stuck with us we got charlie we got bill dracos we got matt gamble a bunch of like to me legendary people supporting what i do and you know detailersproducts.com where i believe it's jayzilla 10 for a discount code for you guys as well and just to have that support um it's amazing and just to help you guys out i think is great and i just i, I love working with you guys it's, it's one of my my favorite groups to by all means to work with hey man i, I love it when people show up with shiny cars you know <laughs> to to the event i know mine's not always clean when i show up got kids so it's it's, it's kind of hard but if i can take it to you i'll take it to you when i have time you know that you know yeah, no some- it's it's great and like you know i love working with you and i love the feedback with the products that we get to share with y'all and it's crazy, you know, because we're a distributor for Shine Supply. Shout out to Jeremy Stevens in California. I don't know if you've ever heard of Jeremy Stevens or his story, the creator of Shine Supply, but it's very much like you. It's living with intent and just pouring their heart into something and just bringing people together through something passionate. Um, that's one of the main reasons why I created the podcast, because there's so many passionate people that I feel like can connect and share their story with people. Uh, there's a no a lot of people that want to start a business that are fearful, you know, like oh I don't know if I should make the leap or you know things like that, um, you know, like what were some of your fears with going from professional job to Jayzilla? So one of the fears is you know you don't want a drastic like change in lifestyle. Luckily my wife has a job and we have insurance through her job, you know that's that's a big deal. Um, the the other thing is it's it's monetary it's it's money right you know you you don't want to water down your events just so you can collect the salary you know you want to be able to provide at your events so i had to make sure that i can still do all those extra things for my drivers and for my staff before i go full-time so i put everybody in front first you know my my staff you're gonna have to keep paying them. You're gonna have to get hotel rooms for for the core staff when we go out of town. Um, you know, if you had a really good event, send them out to dinner. So we've been doing a great job doing that. At AMP, I buy lunch for everybody at AMP whenever we have an AMP event. That includes the drivers, the instructors, the staff, everybody. Um, you know, at Road Atlanta, we added the suite at Road Atlanta so you can have a more premium track day. And one of the other reasons why we put that suite up is because you're spending at least $300 for a track day. That's like a baller concert ticket these days, you know, 350, well, maybe some not, you know, 300 is like up in the nosebleeds with some people, but, you know, I've had the privilege of going to a baseball game, to a football game and being in a suite, right? Or a hockey game, basketball game, being in a suite and watching the game from a suite. It's kind of cool. It's a premium feel, you know, it's like, you're you're you feel wealthy for like one day it's kind of cool so we have a lot of um like middle class upper middle class that do these track days some people will save all year so they can do two track days with us right 
So I want to give that premium feel. They're paying really good money. They, you know, well-earned, you know, well-saved money. So why not? Hey, I can't afford to go on the suite during Petit Le Mans, but you know what? I'm going to give you that same feeling at our track day to where you can rest in comfort while it's 90 degrees outside. You know, you can get some air conditioning. You're in this premium suite. You know, you don't have to go to a porta potty You know, you go to a nicer bathroom and such. So you don't want to take that away. You don't want to take the drinks away. You want to have food and snacks all the time at these track days. You don't want it to be a food desert. You you want people to have a, a pleasant experience. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. I think it's, it's, again, when I come to the events, it's always welcoming. It always feels like home in a sense. There's food. There's great energy and great people. And the fact that you are mindful of that and reinvest instead of, you know, just taking off the top and running with it, you know, you yeah. re- back invest in your people because obviously that's what makes everything. And honestly, since being a part of Jay Zilla and another one for us that's that's huge on my heart is Scottles and Bottles. And just really getting a sense of that community like has just been overwhelmingly joyful. And- yeah, and Scottles and Bottles, George, right? George Atkinson, right? I mean, we knew him from from the Mustang Club. He was trying to do his thing with, with all the Mustangs. But he really found his groove with Scottles and Bottles. And I think I think that's awesome. You know, the, the first thing that you do might not be the, the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I, I agree to that. And, you know, again, going to his events uh, always feels like home. It's always just such a good vibe. And it just shows that, again, you pour your heart into something and you invest in people and show love and just build that foundation of community is is great. And it, it just comes back. Yeah. Um, so as far as 2024 is coming up soon, what are your plans with Jay Zilla for that? So 2024, we're going to keep more of the same. Um I think this year we we did um, a little bit of discovery this year. I mean, I mean, we've been doing discovery the last two years. Like in 2022, we had four car control clinics. That's awesome. And and while we while we did really, you know, we did okay with those four car control clinics. We don't need four car control clinics in a year, so it's it's like a learning process, right? And then this year we did the car control clinic with the off road day, but next year we're gonna split that up. So. That's really the biggest difference. Um, we'd like to throw more corporate events. Um, we really enjoy doing those. So we've been working with a couple of partners with Arrive and Drive rental cars. And we can rent a world-class racetrack, bring some some coaches with us and, and have a good time, you know, track taxis um, and such. So the corporate events is really the, the one thing that I'm focusing on right now because I, I feel like we have enough track days. Um, so now we, we need to do these arrive and drive packages for, for corporations. Um, I got off the phone, um, with, with Ryan at Atlanta Motorsports Park, um, Ryan Nichols. Um, he is the, I believe he's the, the president of, um, Primal Racing. So Primal has 12, 14 radicals that they keep in store. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to do a radical arrive and drive corporate event, you know, with, with primal. So it's just little things like that. You, you want to add things that are special. Like we did the Germany trip this year, you know, we've been doing the spa Germany trip with, you know, I call it the food trip because we go to three Michelin, you know, listed restaurants um, in Belgium and Germany, you get to do spa and we get you to the Nürburgring if you want to do the ring. But this year, Eugene led a trip that goes from um, 
goes from Munich to go see BMW. You go to Stuttgart to see Mercedes and Porsche, and then you go to the Nurburgring to eat, uh, to not to eat. Well, you, you eat and drink beer over there as well. The Nurburgring, as Brianna, that's you know she's she loves going there because she just gets to watch cars and eat and, and, and drink, and everybody loves that. You know the food is so good over there. Yeah. But yeah, you do a Nurburgring track day on that trip, and then you go to Frankfurt. You have a nice dinner with the group, and then. You know that's um that's a six day trip right there. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Shout out to Grassroots Motorsports. I picked up a magazine the other day. As I know. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. When, so awesome. um, they- I got I got two of them. I think I'm gonna like take a page out and frame it and put it in the shop. Um, just a yeah. huge accomplishment and and for yeah. you to be in there and just again the traction that you've gotten over the past couple of years is astounding. That guy on Grassroots Motorsports, shout out to Kevin, and he is the best salesman in the world. He he, he sends me the cover. He goes, "Hey James, here's the cover of the next Grassroots magazine. Do you want to put on an ad?" And I'll talk to him and be like, "Hey, we've actually I thought we've actually already done that trip." And if I place an ad, can you please put my ad within the article? And that's the ad that you saw with Brianna driving the car, um, you know, in the yellow Volkswagen. Um, So he goes, yeah, we could do that. And then they emailed me back and they're like, hey, can you give us a little bit more information about your trip? So I sent JG, um, the author, like all this information that we've done. And I didn't know. If, I thought we were just going to get a mention on the article. I, th- I thought that would have been cool. I didn't know that they were going to put like a little, you know, sub article on the bottom. I was just like, I was, it, I was, when I saw that people were sending it to me and I didn't get my magazine until two weeks after that, that edition came out. It's like, it's like the one dude that's really waiting for that magazine. It's just like, when is this going to get here? Oh man. No, I, I think it's awesome, man. I'm super glad that we were able to get a copy Shout out to Barnes and Noble uh, for keeping those going for sure. Yeah, right. Um, plus, it was just good to go into a store and just you know feel all the the books and the smell. I don't know. Every time I go into Barnes and Nobles, I feel creative. I feel like I want to do something with my life. Yeah, I mean, I told my and we walked in there just to get some smoothies for the kids because um, we were at the Halloween store. And I was just telling, I say, hey, you know, my favorite part of the store is the magazine section. I'm glad it's still here. It's not all online. I like to feel, you know, the magazines, the paper, and actually look at them. And then I saw that that magazine. I was like, I know what that is. I need to do a video on this. This is actually kind of cool. That's crazy. That's awesome. All right, so before we go, one of the questions that I know a lot of people have, where did the name Jayzilla come from? So I'm going back, you know, with, with the name of, of this podcast, Let's Go. I graduated college in 99. And by 2000, by, by the end of 99, I started a company so that I can start servicing small companies on the side. And I think at the end of, I want to say 2001 is when I, when I transitioned over or the beginning of 2001, maybe, um, even still having like a full-time job, um, and we and we got and we were successful and the company name was Landzilla Local Area Network Zilla because back then there was Mozilla who I think was a um, along with Monster.com they did resumes, you know IT was huge back then I mean you can pretty much get any job that you wanted in the early 2000s if if you were in IT there was a shortage of IT guys back then, and that's probably when the IT boom happened but we had this client named Jay Jay Patey and. 
every time I walked into his shop to do stuff, to work on the stuff, and he he yelled out, Jay Zilla. <laughs> so I was like, all right, 2001, 2002, I'm named Jay Zilla. So now this is also the growth of um, message boards online. So every time I'm on a message board, I just use Jay Zilla as, as my message board name. And, That's you know, awesome. this is. This is in the in the early two thousands. Yeah, just extremely um, organic. Just kind of grew into it. Yeah. So, how did this come about? How did Jayzilla Trackbase come about? Right. So, my bachelor party. You know, this Nick Thompson was there, who's been a long time friend. We Nick and I probably go back since um, I don't know two thousand five, maybe almost twenty years. And Nick was the one who who shouted out. Um, after that first day we had during the bachelor party, he said, Hey, this was really fun. When is the next Jay's look track day? <laughs> a shout out to Nick Thompson. That's it. Yeah. It's and it's, it's all, it's all history from there. For sure. No, James, your story is absolutely amazing. I'm so proud of your accomplishments. I'm so proud to look forward to see 2024 and how exciting that's going to be and to be a part of it. Uh, before we go, where can everybody find you? Instagram, website, all that good stuff. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, it's slash Jayzilla track days with an S on the end. That's awesome. James, thank you so much for your time and being a part of it. Everybody remember let's grow dot work hashtag LFG fam where success is in the details. We'll see you guys next time. That's in the details. I love that, man. I always say in the details. That's great. That's awesome. Wait, all right, my man. See you, bro. Happy Halloween. You too. Take care.